2: And, and the, the world, world at
0: large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646 915 You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email tucson at gmail.com.
2: We'd like to thank Tumbleweed Health Center and Studio Fiend along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certification in town, you'll find pimp products,
0: We say Wednesday, everybody. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! How's it going up there? Can't even believe it is April 3rd. Yeah, that's crazy. It's so it's Christmas. Where are my bells? Or the as well just get the bells out.
1: No, not yet. Don't do
0: it. Don't even say it. Uh, well, welcome to Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. It's Wednesday, it's we're local cheese, it's the cheese, it's some yummy stuff.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: oh well, thank you, Silver Sister, buy a, um, a really fun new grinder called, hang on,
1: I'm all it. um, um, it's
0: called the Herb Saver Grind Store Collect, and it's really cool, um, If your weed is really keepy like mine is, then uh, you're going to like this because it's got a little keep catcher at the bottom.
1: And you can just sit and shake your weed up like this and get all your keepy.
0: (laughs) Anyway, it's a good one. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. What's going on out there? Oh, we have a big, 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 big time announcement. Yep. Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. The new website is up and running. Woo! I know we've been threatening this for a very, very long time, um, but it is. It's up and running. It's beautiful. It's earthy. It's uh, its just really fantastic. It's very clear. Things are very clear. You can contact us very easily, our address, click it, get a map, click the email, you get an email, click the phone, you get to call us if you're there. And uh, it's just, it's really a great website, and we just, really are happy about it, what we're really excited about pretty soon um, in the next several days, we are adding our uh, e-commerce site. That's right. Golf clap for that. Um, We'll be able to sell all of our uh, great new products that we have at Tumbleweeds. Speaking of uh, great new products, we've got our CBD, Tumbleweed CBD tinctures now. And
1: four, I don't even like to say flavors, because
0: I guess it's a flavor, but it's, it's a true, it's a full plant extract. It's not like chemical flavoring, you know, like, uh, taki. <laughs> taki, taki, Taki's are taki the same. Taki's the are There are flavors. Yeah, they'll make you explode from the inside out, but they're really good. After, like, four, because <laughs> I saw Dr. Oz. uh, eating them and he was like oh my god I can't even and then he was like wait these are really good I need some more <laughs> you got to get through that first layer of tongue being peeled off and then you start the and so you can go to the certification uh, section at com. let you know right away you can book an appointment right there lovely um, but it tells you what uh, conditions qualify you for a medical marijuana card if you want to get one PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, uh, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, and if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease, a medical condition, or a treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that uh, causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome,
3: With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right.
0: Give us a call,
3: 520-838-4430.
0: You can email Tucson at gmail.com, and you can just come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6 p.m., and Saturdays 10 to 3 p.m. Uh, excitingly in 17 days it's the 420 event. It's on a Saturday. Is it? Holy Saturday
3: 420.
0: Woof, woof, we are going to be down at Earth Healing. Woo-hoo. We'll be certifying folks from 11 to 3 and passing out information and fun free things and Earth Healing to the century on Benson high 2075 Benson Highway. Um, They'll be having all sorts of crazy specials. I know both locations will be having crazy specials, but you can only get certified at this very once. So come on down. And that's on our events section of our new website. Woo-hoo! New website. <laughs> Go to the events section. Um, see. That's the first thing there. Join us at the second annual 420 celebration, certifications on site, food, drinks, and giveaways. Earth Healing Dispensary will be providing discounts on strains, dabs, edibles, and more. Wow. 11 to
1: 3
0: Saturday, April 20th, 2019 at Earth Healing Dispensary, 2075 East Benson Highway, 85714. Get on down there. Um, there's new news articles to read, uh, the radio sections, everything's updated. So get on over to our new website. And coming soon, if you go to the product section coming soon. We will have um, our online store. I guess it's going to be really fun and funky like Amazon. You can buy 5,000 things, right from us.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: What are we here for? Marijuana. Marijuana. We're smoking it. Are we smoking it? What are we smoking? you smoking? No, I don't. It's right there. I don't know um, if our little chat section is is working, so we want to say hi to the Netherlands. We miss, we miss you out there if you're out there. Did you get a new job? Are you growing somewhere? Are you working in one of those hash bars we sent us all the pictures <laughs> 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 of? Uh, all the different hash that was going on down there it was spectacular. So if you're out there, Netherlands, send us some hash bar pictures. We'd love to see them. And what else is going on? It's April, oh, springtime, uh, just a lovely time in Tucson. It's like 82 every day. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And you should come on down and check it out. Our certifications are $249, uh, 174 if you have food stamps. And then if you're a vet, you get another $5 off that. Uh, all you need are current medical records, something in the last 12 months uh, that shows the condition. What you want to get the card for? I say that to to patients. I say, okay, what's the condition? What, what did you want the card for? Like, you know, they go marijuana. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, we get you know, hang on, we even say
3: that. <laughs>
0: what's your illness?
3: What's your what? Well,
0: I can't say what's your poison because then they say marijuana. <laughs> so, why don't you feel that? What hurts? Say that.
1: What hurts?
0: <laughs> it's usually bad. What do you got? Show me, show me the list. So you re- you heard the list. It covers a lot, um, and then it covers things that aren't on the list as well. Just so y'all know, if you've got chronic pain, fibromyalgia, migraines, IBS, um, even insomnia—not the term insomnia, but the you know the, the side effects of insomnia, nausea, migraines growing up all sorts of it causes IBS. insomnia causes a whole lot of problems in your body when you don't sleep. Um, so if you have insomnia, we know this um, we know this helps and we know that with the proper records we can um, get you certified. So there you go. All right um, let's see what's going on um, in Arizona. We are at marijuana.com Thank you very much for having us aboard. Just talked to Colby the other day. Hi, Colby. <laughs> All right. The Arizona, oh, an Arizona Cannabis Legalization Initiative for 2020 to be revealed soon. Wow. The Arizona Dispensaries Association, the ADA, is expected to soon uh, reveal a ballot initiative for 2020 to legalize adult use marijuana in Arizona. The ADA's mission, in part, is to quote, promote and advocate for a safe, patient focused cannabis industry in Arizona, quote. Their members include some Arizona dispensary owners as well as other medical marijuana industry businesses. Quote, at this time, we are working with general concepts and starting the dialogue with a variety of, of stakeholders, Steve White, the president of the ADA, told Phoenix many times. White continued saying, those who have committed funding want to discuss home grows and addressing past crimes, but keeping people out of jail for simple marijuana crimes is a very high priority. On the dispensary issue, this is likely going to be driven by polling. We need to be deliberate and thoughtful about what is included in the initiative to ensure success. A phone poll conducted by OH uh, Predictive Insights in February found that 52% 52% of the Arizona respondents favor legalizing adult use marijuana in the state, 41% opposed, and 7% were undecided. Quote, this time, we specified whether it would be for adult use instead of recreational, quote, a senior data analyst told KTAR News. So I think a lot of that is how people perceive it. Rudnick is predicted that if marijuana legalization makes it to the 2020 ballots, it should pass. And it could simply because of the change in language from recreational to adult use legalization. Uh, Prop 205, the ballot initiative that would have legalized marijuana in in Arizona for adults 21 and older in 2016, failed 48.7% to 51.3%. So, and I'm just going to pipe up and just throw my opinion out here right now because that 205 failed because it was stupid. And I'm just going to say it. It was dumb. And the guys that wrote it, Where's number 11?
1: <laughs> we still don't know where number 11 is. That's right. And if you read the initiative, you know exactly what
0: you're talking about. They were going to um, limit your growing. And they were going to say that uh, counties could tell you couldn't grow. They weren't going to let anyone else get into the marijuana cannabis uh, business. So they were going to just monopolize the entire industry and not let anybody else but themselves into the industry. And... Um, it, it wasn't about expunging records or anything else. So, you got to read the initiatives. We voted no on that. We were going to vote yes because who doesn't want to legalize cannabis for everybody? That's just what we want cannabis for everybody. Um, yeah, thank you for that. But you got to do it in a good way. You can't say cannabis for everybody. But, okay, guys, here's the deal. So, no, it's cannabis for everybody. If you want to get into the marijuana and cannabis industry as a business, a hey, freaking man, you should be able to do so. And no one should be able to tell you that, mm, I don't like your uh, dress style, so I don't think you're worthy. What was that term? I love that term. I always thought it was like irreconcilable differences, <laughs> which always made me laugh.
1: <laughs> but seriously, it's like, man,
0: you, the term specifically said that if they didn't like, if they didn't, if, if the dispensary felt that you weren't ready to run a business, a dispensary business or a cannabis business that, that uh, if they didn't think you had enough money, enough talent, uh, blue eyes, whatever, any reason they could pick um, to not allow you to have a cannabis business of your oh. own. Everybody deserves an opportunity in this. There is enough out there for everybody. All these CBD shops up, are popping up. This is just the beginning. Everyone's getting into this because it's, well, it's, well, mostly they're getting into it for money. But um, it's it's beneficial for everybody all the way around. For the people that use cannabis, it's medicine, whether you use it recreationally or not, or not. <laughs> and for the people in businesses that to, want to earn a living and pay their bills, maybe go on vacation once in a while, then get into the cannabis industry. All right, we're going world news, folks. U.S. regulators exploring ways CBD products could be legal. So this is, yeah, this is still something um, that people are are wondering about the legality still of the CBD. The picture actually shows a product that we carry in our store. Um, U.S. regulators are exploring ways that CBD could be legal. They're exploring ways It can be used legally in foods and dietary supplements, and will hold a public hearing on the cannabis compound next month. The Food and Drug Administration (FDA) says the May 31st meeting will discuss the science, manufacturing, and sale of CBD as it explores regulation of the ingredient. CBD comes from marijuana and hemp, but does not cause a high. People have been drawn to the extract because of its supposed health effects. For now, the agency has said CBD is not approved for use in foods and dietary supplements. It also knows health claims uh, need to be approved and has sent warning letters to companies making illegal, unapproved claims about CBD, uh, products containing CBD. That's going to be a really big meeting. I wish we'd be able to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, No. Um, Actually, I'm not sure where that's going to be held. Uh, I didn't really say, but... uh, um, no, not the law. Uh, yeah, that's that's big time. So I'm glad they're gonna they're gonna talk about regulating what's in it because right now everybody and their brother sitting in their bedrooms or in their backyards or in their closet and they're just formulating whatever they're formulating with whatever they're getting. And there are companies out there that you know even the CBD isolate companies. There are brokers out there that just find you the cheapest stuff you can get. Is it the best? Probably not.
3: Do we want the
0: best? Yes, we do. Yeah, glass break it out. So you got to be careful um, with with where you go, what you buy. Our new product um, is, I really like the fact that, well, the hemp is grown in Kentucky. So way to go, Kentucky growers. And we have a full spectrum plant uh, flavor that goes into each one of these things. So our cinnamon is like we stick the cinnamon stick in your... <laughs> In your, in your tincture. I mean, you're not taking a, a chemical flavor. Uh, you're, you're, you're using the essential oil of the plant, which has its own medicinal properties in and of itself. So, uh, cinnamon is good for people with uh, diabetes. Uh, we've got a spearmint one that's good for people that uh, have chronic pain. I guess um, spearmint's good for pain. Blue. And then we've got a botanical blend that's got all sorts of uh, oranges and peels and bergamot and vanilla. Um, so, and then we've got an all natural one. That's just the natural flavor of hemp, <laughs> I guess, the CBD. <laughs> all right. Did you guys hear this? Walgreens and CVS are going to start selling CBD products. So, um, yeah, that's pretty big. We'll see what they're going to do. Drum roll. Just days after CVS announced it would be selling CBD products in 800 of its stores. Walgreens makes a similar announcement. Walgreens planned to offer CBD products in 1,500 of its stores (laughs) in the U.S., CNBC reported, quote, After a thorough review and analysis, we will be offering certain products containing cannabidiol CBD in nearly 1,500 Walgreens stores in select states, Oregon, Colorado, New Mexico, Kentucky, Tennessee, Vermont, South Carolina, Illinois, and Indiana, Walgreens stated. The CBD-related items, we are planning to carry our non-THC-containing topical creams, patches, and sprays. This product offering uh, is in line with our efforts to provide a wider range of accessible health and well-being products and services to best meet the needs and preferences of our customers. And they will sell CBD in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky, New Mexico, Oregon, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vermont. Walgreens spokesman Brian Fay said this product offering is in line, again, with the efforts to provide a wider range of accessible health and well-being products and services to best meet the preferences of our customers. (laughs) So there you go. Um, I wonder where they're going to get their stuff from. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Gosh. You know, because you're doing research into the CBD isolates and um, it's they're very large quantities. <laughs> um, so I can't imagine the farms that it would take to provide Walgreens in CBS. 2,300 stores with enough CBD. Holy, holy hemp!
1: Woo. All right,
0: two new studies discover CBD has anti cancer properties which is why they're looking into this. A pair of new studies are reporting that cannabidiol, CBD, a non-psychoactive substance in cannabis, has anti-cancer response in humans. The first study found that an 81-year-old lung cancer patient who declined chemotherapy treatment had a reduced tumor size following the use of CBD oil for one month, Normal reported. Quote, the data presented here indicate that CBD may have had a role in the striking response in a patient with histologically proven and, oh, adenocarcinoma of the lungs as a result of self-administration of CBD oil for a month and in the absence of any other uh, indefinable lifestyle, drug, or dietary changes, researchers concluded, quote, further work is needed both in vitro and in vivo to better evaluate the various mechanisms of action of CBD on malignant cells and Its potential application in the treatment of not only lung cancer but also other malignancies. The second study found that CBD, in addition to a treatment, oh, in addition to a traditional anti-cancer treatment, caused significant improvement in clinical outcomes and a lack of disease progression for two years in two 38-year-old brain cancer patients. Wow. Uh, The study concluded, "quote These observations are particular." Of particular interest, sorry, computer is going a little wonky here, uh, because the pharmacolog- uh, pharmacology of cannabinoids appears to be distinct from existing oncology medications and may offer a unique and possibly synergistic option for future glioma treatments. Previous studies have also concluded that cannabis has anti-tumor properties. Quote, during the last decade, however, several studies have now shown that CB1 and CB2 receptor agonists can act as direct anti-tumor agents in a variety of aggressive cancers. Researchers noted, quote, using animal models, CBD has been shown to inhibit the progression of many types of cancers, including glioblastoma, GBM, breast, lung, prostate, and colon cancer. And I'm just going to do a drop shot for that. I had a um, a neighbor of mine uh, got prostate cancer and told me, and I said, hey, hang on. We had just happened to get some random sample of a thousand milligram CBD. I said, here, take this. I said, take a whole dropper every day. Just start taking it before you go see a doctor the doctor next time. I said, okay. So he went back to the doctor a month later and. They his prostate cancer level levels were so low they couldn't find it. So you know, I'm not saying that's going to happen for everybody, but it seems like the trend here is that you know people are noticing at least if you know, and we know they're studying it, but they're noticing that um, just even CBD as it plays a huge role uh, in our in our health and well-being. Did I read? I did read to you all, but I'm going to read it again. I'm going to grab it because this is really great, our 1800s books. Um, our pharmaco I don't even know how to say it. Pharmacopeia. Um, our pharmacopoeias. I happen to find a couple super-duper-duper duper old ones online. Yep. Thank you to the eBay auction. <laughs> I get these notions and, I, and these gut feelings, and I have to. Oh, my. <laughs> Have to thank my grandma for that. She's good at the gut feelings. Mm. Oh psych, psycho there. Oh, psychic there. That's right. Psychic, not psycho. Hundred. Right. This so awesome. Okay, book is so old. can barely open it. It's just that great. So I got these. Um, I wanted to see if they were, you know, I just wanted to make sure this <laughs> was really true. <laughs> Cannabis was in there. <laughs> mm. It's in there. The Pharmacopeia. Quite the E. Maybe that's Greek. Maybe that's a Greek swing back to the E there. It's kind of fancy. Of the United States of America, eighth decennial revision by authority of the United States Pharmacopeial Convention held at Washington AD 1900. And... Wait for it.
1: Okay.
3: I
0: was on the radio with bad, but I did get another one. It's not in here, but this one is from 1830. It's one of the first pharmacopias we have in our United States. Um, no, it's not. Cannabis isn't in that one. Um, and I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> I went back to eBay to see if I could find the other editions and found that, and it's one of the it's uh, one of the first ever pharmacopias that we have. So we'll, and at some point we're going to have these on display at Tumbleweed because these things are just looking amazingly cool. So let's see, let's read a little bit um, about cannabis. All right, and this is cannabis indica, and it's called Indian cannabis. Um, and this is from the United States Pharmacopoeia Convention held at Washington, AD 1900. Wow. wow. Uh, the dried flowering tops of the pistillate plants of cannabis sativa linnae, family Morse, grow in the East Indies and gather while the fruits are yet undeveloped and carrying the whole of their natural resin. I love that. Carrying the whole of their natural resin dark green or more or less brownish compressed masses consisting of the densely paniculate branchlets about five centimeters or more in length, and the inflorescence more or less agglutinated with a resinous um, exudation, commonly with a few undeveloped digitate leaves of one or more linear lanceolate leaflets clothed with numerous sheathing-pointed bracts, each containing two small mature but unfertilized pistillate flowers. The odor is agreeably narcotic. The taste taste is characteristic. In the powder, few or no pollen grains or stone cells should be present, Mm. and your average dose is uh, one grain, uh, 65 milligrams daily. That's awesome. This is awesome. This book is so fragile. I love holding it, but I'm also so scared to hold it. <laughs> All right, let's get the next one. So from 1900, um, we went to. Uh, let's see here. And I love the writing of people here. This cursive. <laughs> people don't even know what that is anymore.
1: Oh,
0: cursive. Okay, so by authority of the United States Constitutional Convention held at Washington D.C. May 11th. 1920 uh, and I've got the official pharmacopoeia of the United States 10th decennial revisions official copy stamp with the number A26656 and cannabis here is uh, listed let's see not eucalyptus I love these books all have all our natural plants in it and, and that was the medicine back then so eucalyptus is uh, dry feast shaped leaf of eucalyptus globulus labiladuriae, <laughs> family Mertesae, contains no more than 3% of stems, fruits, or other foreign organic matter. Um, and they want you to have, ooh, they want you to have two grams of this. Wow, 30 grains, apothecaries, it says, 30 grains of eucalyptus. All right, so let's see what they have to say about cannabis. And it's a long one. Cannabis, cannabis, cannabis. So they give you your titles and your subtitles up here. Cannabis consists of the dried flowering tops of the pistillate plants of the cannabis sativa L. family Moraceae. Cannabis is in the form of the fluid extract administered by the mouth to dogs in dosing not exceeding 0.1 cc's for each kilogram of body weight of dog produces a degree of incoordination equivalent to that caused by the same dose of the standard fluid extract of cannabis prepared as directed below. So I think they're probably trying to get an incoordination level so that they can find out um, maybe veterinary wise how to even work on animals that way because you, you know, got to get an animal to pass out completely. It's like your anesthesia is <laughs> not fully working during surgery. <laughs> All right. It contains not more than 10% of its fruits, large foliage leaves, stems over three millimeters in diameter, and not more than 2% of other foreign organic matter. It yields not more than 5% of acid insoluble ash. All right. Um, Wow, okay. The description and physical properties, we are going to come back to that after
1: this message. <laughs> 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 Walk into my house like what up? I got some good
2: pot. I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop. Ice in the fridge, it used to be frosty. My friends like, damn, that's a stone ass. Don't care. Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's super time. Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries. Draped in the smuggie with my girl sitting next to me. Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of ice.
1: Hypocrite, You used to smoke weed, so... I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a one looking for a fight shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull those These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate drugs. Let's end the war on weed. The people have a agreed special
0: all right welcome back to Wednesday, Wednesday folks uh, <clears throat> we were just reading out of the United States pharmacopoeia from 1920 the convention of 1920. Uh, about cannabis and what was in here. And we read earlier from 1900. Uh, they called it cannabis hemp in, in that first one. And we were chatting during the break that they didn't call it that anymore. They just, they call it cannab. <laughs> cannabis. Cannabis, cannabis, cannabis. Okay. Um, so we were getting into the description and the physical properties. So they were talking about the amount it took to get dogs uh, a degree of incoordination. And I was saying that maybe I thought, um, They wanted to get to the level of in-coordination because, you know, when you're doing anesthesia on anyone or animals or surgeries or anything else, uh, you don't want that patient to be awake. Okay, description and physical properties. And then we'll get back to some more news around the world. Okay, underground cannabis. Sorry, (laughs) not underground. Still going on. (laughs) Unground. Unground cannabis. In separate tops or more or less agglutinated masses of fragments consisting of the short stems with their leaf-like bracts and pislip flowers, or more or less developed fruits, the color green to dark green or greenish brown, odors agreeable, somewhat heavy and narcotic, taste is somewhat acrid and pungent. Leaves digitally compound, usually broken, leaflets when entire, linear lanceolate, nearly sessile margin, deeply three. Bracts Ovate, pubescent, each enclosing one or two pistillate flowers or more or less developed fruits. Calix, dark green, pubescent, and somewhat folded around the ovary. Styles 2, filiform and pubescent. Ovary with a single campylo ovule. Stem cylindrical, longitudinally furrowed. Light green to light brown, strigose, pubescent. Yeah, I know. Uh, Is this Egypt? Okay, structure of the stem. The cortex composed of seema and in the larger stems of numerous strands of more or less lignified vast fibers, strongly lignified wood with medullary rays, one cell wide, pith often hollow, uh, rosette aggregates of calcium oxalate numerous. The pith is hollow. That was always interesting to me. Okay. Powdered cannabis is dark green, epidermis from lower surface of leaves with uh, sinew vertical walls and numerous oval stomata from upper surface with straight walls and no stomata, non-glandular hairs, numerous unicellular rigid curved with a very slender pointed apex and an enlarged base, usually containing calcium carbonate masses. Glandular hairs of two kinds, one with a short one-celled stalk, the other with a long multicellular tongue-shaped stalk, the head being globular and consisting of 8 to 16 cells, fragments of bracts and leaves showing yellowish-brown laticiferous vessels, numerous rosette, aggregates of calcium oxalate, 0.005 to 0.030 millimeters <clears throat> in diameter, and strands of viral trachea, and phlegm, 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 Fragments of fruits with palisade-like non-alignified cells, embryo, and endosperm with numerous oil globules and allurone grains, the latter from 0.005 to 0.010 millimeter in diameter, and displaying crystalloids and globoids. Globoids? Globoids. Diluted Hydrochloric acid added to powdered cannabis causes effervescence visible under the microscope. Did you hear that, folks? Diluted hydrochloric acid added to powdered cannabis causes effervescence (laughs) visible under the microscope. (laughs) All right. Assay. Use adult dogs which weigh less than 15 kilograms and which are susceptible. To the action of cannabis the dogs must not be fed for 12 hours before being used and the observation should be made within one hour after administration the same animal must not be used for testing purposes at shorter short uh, shorter intervals than three days administer the fluid extract and gelatin capsules by the mouth um, standard fluid extract of cannabis as we turn the page prepare a composite fluid extract representing at least 10 different lots of cannabis conforming to the official botanical description and administer this fluid extract in gelatin capsules to dogs by the mouth. The standard fluid extract must be so adjusted that it will produce incoordination in dogs which uh, have been found to be susceptible uh, susceptible to the action of cannabis when administered in doses of 0.03 cc's for each kilogram of body weight of dog. Preparation, extract from cannabis, fluid extractum cannabis. Okay, so that's crazy <laughs> because you I mean, I guess that was their goal was to to incorporate the animal because you 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 surely would. 12 hours without food. So first of all, whatever gets into your digestive system, whatever gets in your system is just going to go right into it and absorb real fast. There's none blocking that. And to do it every 3 days just to have dogs Miss Mills that long. I don't know. Anyway, that's
3: what they did back then.
0: Oh. <laughs> I know. So crazy. You basically need a degree in science to uh, understand all that. So, <clears throat> we'll have to get the dictionary out someday. It's all about the parts of the plant. You just got to know that. You got to know your biology and all that fun stuff. We all dissected plants in school. Did you dissect plants? We did pigs, plants, cow eye, frogs. what else?
1: Going on there,
0: sheep heart. Sheep heart?
1: Oh, shark. Ooh, ah. pregnant
0: shark. What? Yeah, she I never. Yeah, I did. I did three pigs. I remember doing the pigs. I didn't have a problem with the little pigs, but still, that was yeah. all right. <laughs> and whew, Texas lawmakers plan to remove hemp from the list of controlled substances. The change in regulations come amidst record-setting numbers of cannabis bill proposals. Texas, go hook them horns. Woo-hoo. Amid a uh, record-setting number of cannabis bill proposals being considered by the state lawmakers, Texas's Department of State Health Services has announced that it will be removing hemp from its list of Schedule One drugs on Friday. <laughs> Schedule One drugs are defined as substances with high potential for abuse and no medical use. Texas'... Okay. Yeah, Texas's marijuana movement has accelerated this year, seeing a flurry of activity on fronts from hemp rescheduling to decriminalization bills. Last week, the decriminalization proposal HB 63 made it out of the House's criminal jurisprudence committee. On Monday, six bills that took a look at lightning penalties for marijuana possessions are due to receive a public hearing in House committees. Four other bills were also set to be considered on Monday that related to the regulation licensing and production of hemp products and there's even a bill that's set for public hearing that relates to changing marijuana with an h to cannabis when being referred to in state code sections for responsible marijuana policy has counted over 60 cannabis bills that have been introduced by the state lawmakers this year 60 that's flipping awesome (laughs) hey guys Wake up, it's Eloise. Department of Health Services Commissioner John Hellerstedt announced on Monday that he made an amendment to the state's list of controlled substances that will be published March 15th, taking effect 21 days later. Tracy King's House Bill 1325, that would authorize hemp production and hemp based products, is also being considered today in the Texan House. To some, the reclassification of hemp in the state uh, comes as no surprise in December. Texas Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller encouraged Congress to allow United States farmers to grow the product. His wish was granted with the passage of the new U.S. Farm Bill later that month, uh, month, so the USDA has announced that it will not be finalizing guidelines of hemp production until 2020. Quote, in today's economy, our farmers need maximum flexibility to diversify their production and thrive, quote, wrote Miller at the time. When our farmers do well, they can provide for their families, grow our rural communities, and ensure we have the food, clothing, and medicine we all need. In February, NASDAQ accepted a Canadian company that plans to grow hemp in Texas to its exchange. Village Farms International is now listing on the NASDAQ exchange as BFF. Texans' official reclassifying hemp also changes things for entrepreneurs in the state's developing CBD industry. Well, they've been operating in kind of a legal gray area. Jack Sinkel, Executive Director of Texas National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Law, told Fox 7, this pushes us towards clearing it up. The CBD industry has pushed for Texas to regulate hemp since the passage of December's U.S. Farm Bill. They hold that clear laws will have the effect of ensuring quality for patients in CBD treatment. For that to happen, lawmakers will have to determine clear labeling and guidelines. Uh, and protocol for product testing. Last year, Texas actually considered a ban on over-the-counter CBD food and supplements, but backed down amid a flurry of public comments in support of the uh, cannabinoid as medical treatment. Oh Texas. That's pretty big time. Why why don't all states do that Then if they can do that? I mean, if this is a state thing, they can just take it off the list. Why aren't we all doing it? Well, you know we are doing? We are selling a brand new CBD tincture. CBD come CBD tincture. Come on down. And check it out. Uh, it's beautiful. It tastes great. It works really well. People love it. And it's relatively inexpensive right now. So come down and check it out. 4826 East, Broadway Boulevard. Come say hello. If you want to get certified, <clears throat> come on down. And uh, check out our new website. Ooh, ooh. And go to the certification section and right there when it loads <laughs> I am getting so many pop-ups I'm very disappointed you days. Oh, my pop-up needs to be loaded so for some reason it's not loading but let's see um, get over to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the certification center you can click right there you can book an appointment right online um, that's the first button that pops up for some reason. My computer is being awfully slow. We hope the show still running. <laughs> um, but come down. Certifications are 249. And 174 if you have food stamps. You need to have the proper food stamp um, information, though. Your name has to be printed on the card, uh, like, a, like a credit card. Or old school ones have the raised lettering. Those are super old school. You've got to, like, look them in the light and try and see if you can see the name still. <laughs> um, they're literally printed, like, typewriter. And then the next version that came out, it's, like, white, and it's – and that's what they are now. They're just white, and it looks weird, but you can read them very well. Um, and I think you literally have to pay uh, – it does rub off. State of Arizona, it rubs off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you I think you have to pay 5 bucks to get your name put on there. Which is or 10 bucks off your food stamp allotment. Oh my lord, that's really lame. Anyway, (laughs) what they do, but if you're on food stamps, the supplemental nutritional assistance program snaps, um, they we can even use them from other states, I believe. But you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, just just the agitation. Uh, In addition, you're eligible for medical cannabis if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition uh, that causes severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis.
3: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona Medical Marijuana Card.
1: Woo,
0: excuse me. It's allergy season around here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Give us a call. Tucson at gmail.com. This is tricks to work where you put your finger under your nose and um, I'm going to do it because it's working. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Tumbleweeds Health Center. com. I could do. Charlie Chapman. Yeah, where's the little fork at the dinner table? Remember that? pretty dancers use this fork fast. Made a feet. Uh Okay, so here we go. Here's something interesting. Oh, let me just give another quick shout out to uh, Growers House. 3635 East 34th Street. Go on down and get everything <laughs> you need to grow weed. Yep, we can say it now. Go grow your wheat and your tomatoes and your strawberries and everything else, but just go do it. And uh, Growers House. Uh, .com. They've got all their specials and deals and go say hi to uh, Nate and Paul and all the guys. guys and maybe there's some gals down there now. Who knows the gals floating in and out. I think there are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're there. So go say hi to the guys and gals at the Grower's House. They've got great, great products, super friendly, super knowledgeable. They'll tell you all the, all the goodies, how to do what. And um, we want to also give a shout-out to Canna Hell's Online Digital Magazine. <clears throat> we love you, ladies. Uh, Keep rocking the online digital magazine. This is for those folks that are just hooked up all the time on their devices. They've got their iWatches, their iPads, their phones, their computers. You don't have to go anywhere to check this awesome magazine out.
3: Kana Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded <laughs> with going.
1: scientific We're and really clinical articles
3: from various healthcare professionals profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's
0: right. Free to subscribe. And if you go to our radio section on our website, um, it's, it's one of our supporters there. You can just click on either of the pictures for Growers House or Canna Health Online Digital Magazine and you get right to their program,
3: which is really, really, really
0: awesome. Okay, so back to this one. Michigan Commission recommends no limit on THC in drivers' bodies. Experts maintain that THC in the blood does not necessarily mean that a person is impaired or even high. Amen. A Michigan Commission task, <laughs> a Michigan Commission task with studying the effects of cannabis on driving, has recommended that the state not impose limits on the amount of THC that can be presented in drivers' bodies. The impaired driving safety Comi- uh, committee issued the recommendation in a report that was released last week, after spending nearly two years exploring the issue. <laughs> the panel of six members appointed by former. Governor Rick Snyder reviewed published scientific research and conducted roadside tests with the Michigan State Police to complete its work. Members of the committee include <clears throat> a medical marijuana patients and law enforcement, forensic toxicology, cannabis pharmacology, and traffic safety professionals. Man, why did they pick me for that <laughs> That would have been <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> <Control check. laughs> The committee determined that while cannabis use can have an effect on driving, the level of THC in a driver's blood is not a reliable indicator of driving impairment. Instead, committee member Norbert Kaminsky, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Michigan State University, recommended that police use roadside sobriety tests. And police use that for anything. I mean, if you're on heroin or oxy or alcohol or caffeine, or cocaine or cannabis, they're going to use the same test and try and trick you with the little, you know, top of your eraser. Now, watch when I flip it upside down. (laughs) They try and see if you flip upside down. The only reasonable way to do this right now is to demonstrate that people are impaired. Exactly, said Kaminsky. The committee also recommended additional training to detect impaired driving for law enforcement officers, and campaign, a campaign to educate the public on the dangers of driving while high. Kaminsky also noted that he was glad that the former governor had, the commission, uh, had formed the commission to, quote, make logical and rational decisions based on the state of the science, quote. He said that there is a, quote, very poor correlation, quote, between levels of THC in blood, and driving impairment for several reasons. When cannabis is consumed by smoking or vaporizing, THC levels quickly spike but then fall rapidly as well, dropping to half of the peak level within six to ten minutes. Because of this rapid fluctuation, THC levels at the time a blood test is administered do not accurately reflect the level while driving. Also, Uh, Heavy cannabis users can have higher THC levels than inexperienced users without showing signs of impairment. Cannabis can also be detected for up to 30 days after discontinuing use, long after any effects from the drug have passed. Under current Michigan law, it is illegal to drive with any detectable level of THC in the blood. But with medical marijuana legal since 2008, and recreational cannabis legalized last year, former Governor Snyder sought to clarify the rules on impaired driving. It will be up to the state legislature to act on the committee's recommendations by codifying them into law, which would be subject to approval or veto by current Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In the report, the committee said that blood THC levels, quote, are indicative of exposure but are not a reliable indicator of whether an individual is impaired, quote. The committee also determined that stone drivers are probably not as dangerous as those who get behind the wheel after drinking. Quote, interestingly, in most of the simulator and vehicle studies, cannabis impaired subjects typically drive slower, keep greater following distances, and take fewer risks than sober, than when sober, the committee wrote. These effects appear to suggest that drivers are attempting to compensate for the subjective effects of using cannabis. This is contrasted with alcohol impaired subjects who typically drive faster, <laughs> follow more closely, and take more risks than once over. <laughs> oh, that's, yep. Yeah. Despite the lack of scientific basis for arbitrary THC limits, five states, including Colorado, Washington, Montana, Nevada, and Ohio, have enacted laws. With, with such restrictions, and and the thing is, it's all about impairment. When it comes to anything, you can be impaired. Like you know, you, you heard this Red, read. I mean, caffeine can impair you, but alcohol. People are just mad, shit crazy on that. They get out there and they don't, they don't,
1: yeah, they
0: they don't they don't feel themselves. They don't feel the vehicle, so they're cruising through town. Yeah, you don't feel your face. Or where am I? Just crashing through town, you know, nothing, mm-hmm. nothing. So if they crash, it don't feel nothing. It's usually, it's usually <clears> throat> when, throat yeah, when throat the throat. drunk, when the drunk driver hits somebody mm-hmm. and kills someone, the drunk driver is usually one that's not dead or goes without a lot of injury because they're just like a little wet noodle rolling all around, like ooh. And it's scary. When when my brother was little, he was like five. My mom got hit by a drunk driver. i really say that's what's wrong with him. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, So, don't do,
0: don't drive impaired. Period. I don't care what you're on. If it's on bubble gum or chocolate milk, just don't do it. Right? Don't drive on chocolate milk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, All righty, folks.
0: We're sorry, Cannabis Kid wasn't here today. Hopefully, he'll be here next week. Um, And with that. We want to say thank you for tuning in to Wee's Day Wednesday. Thanks for always being here. We love chatting with you guys and reading about news and sharing our news because no one's here to <laughs> tell us otherwise. why. <laughs> I love
1: it. Yeah,
0: it kind of talked right up there. Come on in. the couch. We have some ice and some weed. we'll sing songs and talk about marijuana. All right, happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Get out there and find an edition of your U.S. Pharmacopeia with a uh, typewriter
3: glitch, and
0: uh, make sure it's before the year, so it's, uh, 1900. So before the year 1941, I think. So, anyways, go get yourself a copy. They're not that hard to find. (laughs) Only a couple hundred years old. Happy Weekday, Wednesday. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. And get on down to Tumblr and Seltzer. Get certified, get some new CBD tinctures, and just have an awesome day. We love you
2: guys. We love you.